Welcome to How to Rock the Stage Show, a show committed to equipping you to hone your media skills better to stand out from the crowd as a go-to expert in your field. Each week, Rich Montrager interviews top leaders, influencers, authors, speakers, podcasters, and media professionals about how to leverage media best to help you shine brighter on camera and stage as a go-to expert. Now, here's your host, The Trigger, Rich Montrager. And thank you, Dan, for the nice introduction. Welcome back to Wednesday night. We are streaming live once again for another edition of How to Rock the Stage Show. And again, we do have amazing speakers, influencers, leaders here because we want to help you shine on camera, shine on stage to elevate you and your brand authority. This is my third live here today. I love live events. Uh, two were my own, one was somebody else's. But it is great to be able to leverage media to amplify you and your brand. And that's the primary reason we're here. Now, tonight, it is about podcasting. I love podcasting. I've been in radio for over 36 years. Podcasting is a new version of radio. You're all broadcasters. You all get to learn how to rock the stage, communicate through the microphone, and so much more. But tonight, we're going to dive deeper. We are going to get into how to be in the top 3% of Apple Podcasts. Now, what do you want to be doing that? Wouldn't you want to be in that top 3% with all your hard work, with everything you do? Well, tonight we're going to dig deeply into that with our special guest here tonight. We do want to start off and remember our sponsor, our partnership with the National Speakers Association. Thank you very much, very much for sponsoring what we do here on Rock the Stage each and every week. That was one of my relationships shows today. I was over there doing behind the stage with the NSA. We're doing that. And speaking about partnerships, we have a new big announcement coming very, very soon. It's going to blow some things up. It's going to be really exciting. You do not want to miss that. And just pay attention for more information. But enough about that. Coming up tonight, we do have a great show. And we will be into it for the next 30 minutes. Feel free to drop questions, comments, support in the chat. We'd love to feel those live here. But tonight, Julie DeLuca Collins is the founder and CEO of Go Confidently Services. She's the host of the popular Casa de Confidence podcast. And her weekly radio show, Confident You, featuring on Global Talk Radio Network as a business and life strategist coach, Julie helps women business owners launch or grow their business, get more clients, be productive, and achieve their dreams. And tonight, Julie's going to help us rank higher on podcasts. Julie, welcome to the show tonight. Hi, Rich. Thank you so much for having me. I am excited to be able to speak to you twice in one week, one to plan and one to actually talk. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we have so much fun in the planning session. Yes. It's going to spill yeah. right over right here. So uh, everyone's strapping on. It's going to be a good time here tonight. We promise. <laughs> yeah, so, for sure. Tell me a little bit about your journey to get into this media. I've, I've been here a long time, mm -hmm. 36 years. That's human years, by the way. Uh, but we, we want to know how you got into this crazy media space. Well, I, you know, the first and foremost thing that I will say is that nobody really has a straight shot to doing what they're doing. Everybody kind of has this convoluted road. And I want to normalize that that's how it happens. And be okay with knowing that your journey is really just individual to you. And what the way that happened to me, that happened to Rich, is our journey. For me, one of the things that I started is I've been speaking, I would say my whole life, honestly, I started um, 
elementary school doing the thing, right? Drama, et cetera. But I never thought I was going to go into media. It wasn't until I was in corporate America that I was asked to represent my company in different interviews in the media or speaking at conferences. And I loved it. I It comes naturally to me. I'm an extrovert. I'm a firstborn. You name it. So that was something that I really loved. And then at one point I joined Toastmasters because I wanted to get better at it and somehow kind of put that in the back burner. All of a sudden going about my life and we had this thing called the great pandemic of 2020, the COVID-19 pandemic. Have you heard of it? Have you heard of it? I, don't, I don't know. Did you hear about that? <laughs> <clears throat> and one of the things that I was, I guess, afraid of uh, doing sort of, it's something that I ended up having to do. I had been planning leave of leaving my corporate America job and going out on my own, pursuing coaching, consulting, and speaking full-time because I, I have a great passion for helping women in particular. Now I do help some cool dudes as well, but really I wanted to be able to help them find the confidence and put together the right simple habits that it takes for them to grow their brand, have the flexibility, the freedom to be able to live their passions, work in their purpose, make an impact. And by the way, make a profit doing it. I know that there's a lot of people that hesitate to leave just like I was. And when corporate America said, Hey, we got to separate here, separation package. I went ahead and I took it. And I knew that this is exactly what I wanted to be doing. I was afraid of doing it. But when I had that little shove from, um, from the universe to say, go, go do your thing. The thing that you've been wanting to do, I, I landed here. And I knew that number one, that I wanted to continue to spread the message of the tips and inspirational and educational things that had helped me in my own personal journey, number one. Number two, I also knew that in order for me to create a brand and create brand awareness, I needed to make sure that I put myself out there, whether it be in speaking engagements, in networking, or in learning and teaching, etc. So that's a little bit of how that started. But the one thing I did not anticipate happening is that at the same time that that all this thing was coming along with my business, which is Go Confidently Services, on a personal level, I was having a big birthday uh, in April of 2020. And I'd been planning this tremendous, fun, exciting, fun party to celebrate this big birthday. And of course, in my brain, I thought it was still going to happen, even though we'd been in lockdown for a couple of weeks. And my husband thought, hmm, yeah, that's not going to happen. We're not going to be out in the world in two weeks or a month from now. So he ordered me a birthday gift. And the birthday gift was podcasting equipment, a microphone, a soundboard. And he said, here you go. You've always talked about having a podcast. You've always talked about this. Now you're launching your business. Start a podcast. And I thought, oh, I don't know. What would yeah, I? Right, right, right. Just, just, just start a podcast. Just, just right. do it, right? Do it. And for, for, for those of us that have been in this, that's the number one question I get. How do you start it? How do you plan it? How do you create it? Now, <sighs> you've evidently overcome that mm. because you've scaled. I mean, okay, we're talking pandemic. You yeah. scaled from pandemic into the five percenters, the three percenters, the 10 percenters, that's a quick jump. Yeah. How did you do that? Since you had not been in the business, like I've been in the business, 
How did you accelerate that and get there? Okay. Here's one thing that I am a big fan of. <clears throat> do what you do best and delegate the rest. Number one, I am, it comes naturally to be able to speak, to talk. So that part I had down. The second thing is I needed to figure out, well, the other stuff when it comes to podcasting, broadcasting, I'm not a broadcaster. I haven't been in the industry. So I needed to get the support system. And I am lucky enough that my husband did sound uh, in college and he he's tech savvy and he works for aerospace. So he said, I will edit and, 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 and do the audio editing for the show. You just worry about what you can do. And then we became this team. We became this sort of uh, mashup of, <clears throat> he, he calls me the talent and he calls himself the producer. And so, that's really what happens. So you jump the fence really fast because most people stay in juggling all hats all at once. Mm. But you had your husband jump in and that is one of those accelerator factors. Yeah. Many people stay in the, I'm going to do it all by myself. And now it's usually out of necessity. They don't know any better or they don't know someone who knows how to produce, engineer, help them do it. But that is a true accelerator tip right there, everybody. Pay attention to it because when you get the partner, you do get to stay in your zone of genius here. And it's yeah. so freeing, isn't it, to be here and not there. A hundred percent. And I will say, by the way, Rich, we now help other women launch and grow their shows. But I know that there is a level that you're starting, you have a message, you have a brand that you want to grow. And you're like, I can't afford that. Or I don't have a Dan behind me. I don't have a Dan. Um, but there's really one thing that I encourage my clients, even when we're working outside of this broadcasting podcasting world, and that is your brain will figure out an answer as long as you ask the right question. So ask yourself what, how can I now? I can't do it. I can't do what Julie's doing. Ask yourself the right question. What, how can I, who can I leverage? Who can I speak to? Is there someone, is there somewhere or maybe I can negotiate and, and start to do your research and ask, how do you do it? Because when we start to leverage the knowledge in genius zone from other people, then we can start to create a little bit of traction for ourselves in the right direction. Well, and I think Jim, jumping ahead again to get that acceleration growth. Again, having that partner is huge. You be the creative, you be the, the entity, the brand. And mm -hmm. more about branding is you also want to do podcasts that attract business people that want to be on and that you want to do business with. And I, I've, I've used that trick. Have you used that to expand the reach faster? So I would say for me, you know, the podcast, um, it really is a passion project. It really is something that I love the fact that I have had some incredible mentors in my life. And I think that there's a lot of people out there who also um, don't, you know, don't have the ability to meet the, the same people that I have. So I wanted to bring stories that resonated to people that resonated with the messaging. Like, you know what? I always wondered, how do you get to be an Olympic star? How do you get to be an American idol? 
and and how do you get to paint beautiful art and have an art exhibit even though you're going blind how do you build a business from scratch and once i started to bring these in incredible stories um i found that there were other people that maybe don't have these big big platforms but have some incredible stories too and i wanted to highlight them and then the question became hey I would love to help you reach more people with your story, with your brand, with your message. Do you want my help with that? And that's how we started to sort of evolve to the next level. Well, and then, so you're taking that passion, you've got your partner, and then you begin to go into business mode of now we can optimize, make money, do some coaching. And the same with the Rock the Stage. So many people want to do this. They have Mm -hmm. no idea. They have fears obstacles, there's things to overcome, but when they have the right person in their corner, you will accelerate faster. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And I think that this is the one thing that for so many of us, we think we have to wear every single hat, Um, you know, in, in the side of the business outside of podcasting, but this applies to this in particular. I remember it was about six months into business or a little less. I realized, oh, sorry. Special guest star here is tonight. <laughs> That's right. We have. I told you my dogs may want to make an appearance because apparently there's something it's out a there. Family affair. You've already said it's a family. Yeah, affair. we are a family affair. And by the way, that was Yogi Simba and Junior. I am not sure who was barking the loudest, but that's how we roll today. Um, the biggest thing that I will say is I took the leap and I hired somebody to be a virtual assistant very early in my business. And a lot of people really, I I heard someone actually today say, how do I give up control to let somebody else do the thing that I've been doing? Yes. And that my friends is the key of one of your stepping stones to scaling, to growing, to creating um, your brand in a more sustainable way. You are the CEO of your business. You are the person who only has a zone of genius. And although, yes, we are capable and we can do a lot of other things. When you are doing the producing, the audio, trying to figure out, wait a minute, how do I, how do I take out that noise out of this broadcast? Or how do I equalize my sound? How do I, how do I, right? You're not doing the thing that you do best. You are not doing the thing that allows you to grow. You are not exposing yourself. And, and, and really in my business, there's certain level, there's four categories of different things that people can do, right? There's different categories. So I, I can do social media. Sure. And I, I know how to do it well, but I would rather be here with you. Well, and that's a big distinguisher for a lot of people. They do want to juggle it all. The fear of letting go is the hardest thing, but it's the most liberating thing. And if you're the face in the brand, Mm. you need to elevate and stay in that. Uh, Originally, I was on a conversation with someone and says, this is what you do, Rich. This is what you do. We know that. But you need to lean in even further. And I've been doing this for a long time. And they said, you need to lean in even further Mm. because they know that's the best version of me and the best version for me and my client. That's not ego. And you really have to clarify for people because it sounds like ego, but it's really being the best version to help other people. So you have got to let go if you want to get to that 3% of 5%, those 10%. Those people have systems and people 
because it's not all about them, but it is about them and their zone of genius. Yeah, so absolutely. One of the things help us, and by the way, again, thanks to the National Speakers Association making this all possible here tonight. We love our sponsors and we have a big announcement coming up very soon, but the NSA is there to help you become a better speaker, author, influencer, and media is part of all this right now. Julie, what else has helped you accelerate fast to get to that 3%? You know, one of the biggest things is consistency. And for many people, I, I know that there's a lot of people who started podcasts around the same time that I did. And they had really high quality shows. They had help. But somewhere along the line, they didn't prioritize their show. They didn't prioritize that consistency. The first thing that we did is when we launched also is we launched with at least four episodes pre-recorded already. I recommend them. I love that. Brilliant. And, and by the way, because here's the thing for many of us, life happens. Yes. And there's so many different things that can come and in, in, in you put yourself in a situation in which you're kind of out in the lurch. I will tell you that right now, as we speak, I would not I, I, I would not underestimate to say that I have maybe 10 to 15 episodes already recorded in the can, ready to go. It's, and it's yeah. No, I coach that you need 10 before you launch. Yeah, you're absolutely. You're always chasing the next story, the next thing, and you will burn out so yeah. fast. But Agreed. if you put them in the can, again, Netflix, everyone's putting episodes eight up at a time, 10 up at a time. That's the new... Yeah. media world we should emulate and copy that yeah I, I i i will tell you we dropped the first initial four episodes and one of the reasons we did that is because when people first checked it out and we created some buzz we launched by the way my podcast's uh birthday is next week along with my birthday because we have the same birthday um but we launched and we created a little buzz. So we got a really great response for people listening. The second thing now is we consistently produce these episodes that we have in the can that are ready to go. Because um, I will give you an example. N last month, my mom fell and broke her pelvis. I flew to be with her. Right. And guess what? I did not miss an episode. I did not miss the recording because we had some already done. And this is the one thing that you want to create these systems that are automated because as life continues to happen, or maybe you want to go on vacation, listeners will forget you. The, the, the public is finicky, right? You don't show up. They're going to say, oh, who is that person? I forgot about them because there's a new person coming along. So you want to make sure that you're consistently dropping your content. Um, and that is one of the things that prevented us from going into pot fade, with a, which a lot of people did. So question coming in from a live crowd, by the way, live crowd, bring it on. We'd love to hear about this. Um, how do you monetize? That's usually the second question I get. How do you launch it? <clears throat> and how do you make money, Trigger? What do you think, Julie? Okay, so there's a couple different ways in which you're monetized. There's a traditional way in which you can monetize your business, your your podcast, and that is obviously you grow the number of downloads, and then you, based on the number of downloads, then you can work with brands. Brands will pay you to advertise, and that's the traditional. But honestly, that is the hardest way to monetize a podcast. One because you have to have a heck of a lot of downloads. 
um, to, to have that. Brands are looking for hundreds of thousands of downloads in order for you to uh, reach them. Now, the other way that you can monetize, and I'm going to give you two other ways in which you can monetize. Another way is in which you really create a podcast that is valuable, that really speak, speaks to a niche of individual people. So for instance, my podcast, um, although I would want everyone to listen to, if you are a woman in mid-age and have a business or want to, you're in corporate America and leadership social action, that's your thing, and you want inspiration on how to become a better version of yourself, my show is for you, right? So advertisers that really want to reach that target demographic and want to have a captive audience of that target demographic, those are the people that you would then outreach to and say, hey, would you like to have an opportunity to capture, to have a mid-roll, an entry um, advertisement on Mm -hmm. the show? And you can do that. That's another way. And by the way, I know some shows, I will give you an example. I have a friend. She probably has a handful of listeners um, per episode, a good, decent, maybe a couple hundreds per month on her podcast. But she is in an area of California. It's called the Conejo Valley. The And her podcast is called Down the Rabbit Hole. And all she talks about is the local things happening in her community. And she garners, I, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say, but um, in, in, in the four figures a month, <laughs> yeah, it pays for itself and more where she, she is getting an, enough advertisers because the chamber of commerce knows that the local community is listening to her show. And if they want to advertise themselves or some of the members in the, in the chamber, this is where the audience members from the community are listening to. So that's a great way to also be able to monetize. So part two of that question was, there's so many different platforms. If they get to that top two, three, five percent, mm-hmm. are there certain platforms that are going to help you do that? Because everyone's trying to get on every platform. And again, you aim for everything, yeah. you get nothing. Yeah. What, what do you have to say about the best platform to help accelerate the growth? So in order to accelerate growth, the majority of of podcast listeners, I am going to tell you, are going to be on Apple. When you look at your analytics, at least for me, 80% of my listeners are on Apple. They're listening on Apple Podcast. However, um, I know that, yes, I I am not going to be doing a live on every single platform, and I'm not really tailoring to every platform, but the secondary places that matter right now, we are on video. This is like the world, right? We're right here. So video right now, YouTube just launched yes. um, podcast. Yes. So if you are not putting your content in, in podcast, because look at the top podcasters, right? Dr. Huberman, Dr. Huberman probably has a gazillion billions. Uh, Joe Rogan, also Joe Rogan, he, he, is the one that market corner that market and video podcasting in Spotify. So you have to find what does it make sense? Apple podcast, obviously. uh, And you're going to go into Spotify because some people who don't have Apple, you want to go ahead and go into Apple. And then you want to go ahead and say, well, what is the next thing? And then go and create that really intelligent strategy that is cohesive. Where are the people that you want to reach hanging out. Where are they? 
There's some people that like to see the video. I love that. All of my podcasts are video. Yep. And by the way, there's people who um, listen to podcasts on the run. They're out for an actual run or driving a car. They're not going to be watching a video. So really be clear on who your ideal client is and where are they hanging out. And this applies to whether you're a podcaster or a business owner. This is going to be really key for you to be able to promote yourself. And that's going to help you to get your message out there. And by the way, when it comes to that YouTube area, uh, if you already have a pre-existing like show that you do, fun thing you do, it's really easy to click of a button, turn it into a playlist and turn it into a podcast. It wow. is so easy. Everyone right now, I'm serious. Everyone can take any content and make it into a video audio podcast on YouTube. And it's free. It's, it's free. free. And it's yeah. the second largest search engine in all of the internet. So if you want to play, play on Apple, play on uh, YouTube, take advantage of what you're having in front of you. Um, what about this idea of, again, your brand persona? This is a little hard one for people to play in because they don't want to be fake. They want to be authentic, like we talked about. But there is a persona. There is a gravitas to this that the podcasters that get in that high percentage, there's something to them. How, yeah. how would you help people with that? You know, one of the things about brand branding is that it really has to be driven by your values. It really has to be driven about who you are. And one of the exercises that I want to encourage people to is really Figure out, number one, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses, right? And what are the opportunities for you and what threatens you as a brand? And also be very clear on what your core values are. Because ultimately, for instance, I discussed that I will appeal to someone who loves to be philanthropic in the community. One of my core values is giving to the community. So I communicate that within my podcast. I will highlight organizations that are doing the great work. So again, I am able to grow my brand because I am showing up like myself. Um, another thing that uh, we do on a podcast and we're, we're kind of work. We have something cooking along these lines. We started uh, when we started broadcasting, because by the way, although my husband is the producer of the show, he is also um, he's become the co-host of the show. Right. Which happens very often. We yeah. make it very fun. It's and we have a lot of fun. And the first time he was interviewing me, this is how it happened. The first episode, if you go back and listen to our first episode, I, I'm like, I don't know what to say. Why don't you just ask me these questions and people can get to know me? Um, so he one of the things that he asked me is like, hey, what are you drinking? Right. Of course, it was pandemic days. I don't know if I was drinking coffee or something else. But now, typically on our show now, this is part of what we talk about. Like, hey, what are you drinking? Cheers. Yeah. We're drinking water. We're drinking coffee. Or, and we'll talk about like, oh, we're drinking coffee. It's past three o'clock. I don't drink coffee after three o'clock. And we, we create this little conversation. And now to the point that listeners have become part of our family where they will say to me, if they see me out in the wild, hey, what are you drinking today? Um, the other thing is I refer to my husband as hashtag handsome hot husband. If hey. you go enter that hashtag somewhere, you will see either our podcast, my husband, and by the way, I've been calling him that even before we had a podcast. But now people will see him out in the wild too and will say, oh, it's hashtag handsome hot husband. So you are creating that brand 
brand and you're bringing people through your authenticity into your brand, into your family, into your universe. That's perfect. And that's exactly how it does morph and change. Now, with a couple of minutes left here, I want to get into the boring stuff a little bit. Mm. Thumbnails, descriptions, how much of that plays into getting ranked well? Okay. I'm going to give you a quick rundown on this. Number one, keywords. Apple does look at keywords. So if your description in Apple podcast does not have a rich um, uh, keyword description, you're going to have a hard time people finding you. The other thing is as you're putting together your show notes, and by the way, my first show notes are horrific. (laughs) Horrific. I'm like, what was I thinking? I I need to find the time to go and correct those and redo them. But honestly, when, when the first 120 characters are what Apple is looking at. So if some, if you're, so for instance, this past week, I have a woman from her brand is pretty penny accounting. And guess what? It was tax time. So people are looking for tips. So the first 120 characters and words of my show notes really talked about tax time, consistency, pretty penny, accounting, right? Things that people would be looking for. You can go into so many different things. You can go to Google AdWords and find keywords. You can go into other places um, to see what are the questions that your, your clients or potential listeners are asking. And that's going to help you be able to create those keywords. And that's going to help you rank and get in the top. You also want to put yourself out there because Although you have a group of people that already listens and that follow you and love you, you want to be exposed. Guess what I am doing? Thank you, Rich, for letting me uh, leverage your audience so that people can find me, can go look at my podcast. So these are the other things that I want to encourage you to do because it will make a difference in showing up and getting yourself out there. One final thing we have not mentioned in getting that top ranking, it does help to mention name drop or be connected with other high influencers. Uh, Part of my tactic over the years has been to intentionally build relationships, not schmooze, not suck up, but build relationships that then rub off and Mm -hmm. you have the right in the relationship to do that. And we funnel together. How much mm-hmm. of that was part of your early success? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I have a friend. Um, she is one of the most successful weight loss coaches in the industry. She has a membership of over 11,000 uh, members, private members, not to mention how many followers are are part of her you know, her community. And really, because we're friends and she was part of the show, I I also, you know, I will talk about, hey, my coach, Corinne, I talk about her program, I talk about and vice versa. I also brought people from her community in to be interviewed on my show, because I wanted to be able to also leverage that point. I'm also a part of Pat Flynn's community. I've taken his podcasting courses, by the way, shout out to Pat. He's my mentor. Uh, Pat interviewed me for one of his shows. And the reason again, is that you want to leverage other people who are doing the things that you are doing to help you get to what you want to be, because we need each other. We can't do it on our own community, success, support, all of that works 
hand in hand when you want to go ahead and rank higher in all of these uh, social media or whether it be the podcasting world or YouTube, whatever it might be. So we dropped in a few minutes ago, a bunch of Julie's social links. She has a bunch. Connect with her, like her, share her, talk with her. And But we do have a special offer here, right? Yes, we do. So, okay. I am a, a firm believer that um, do, do leverage the tools that will help you get to the next level. Um, one of the things that you can do is go, go confidentlycoaching.com, which is my website, forward slash quick links. There's a couple different things that you're going to find there that I think are very important in whatever journey, especially whether you're a speaker, whether you're a podcaster, whether you're a broadcaster. Number one is we tend to sabotage ourselves a lot. So there's a quiz there that you can take and figure out what is your biggest sabotaging behavior? Do you judge yourself? Are you a perfectionist? Do you have perfectionist paralysis? Are you, you know, trying to please everybody? Are you a people pleaser? Figure that out. And then you will get some information on how to be over, be able to overcome some of these tendencies um, when it comes to procrastination or when it comes to um, a lot of these sabotaging behaviors. I also have my mini course on confidence, self-confidence mini courses on there as well. And for all of us trying to be in the limelight, confidence is very important and yeah. it's not a feeling. Confidence is not a feeling. Confidence is in the, the intersection of taking action and putting yourself out there and doing the work. And you need to go and check that out. It's it's a quick hit, but it's going to give you some big bang for your buck. And last, if you want to learn tiny habits, because I am a tiny habits coach, and how to create the right habits to whether it be growing your brand, growing your podcast, growing your business, you need to have the right habits because those habits will also give you confidence. Use that QR code right there. It will take you to exactly what Julie was just describing. Grab your phone. Bang, hit it. It will take you there. Go explore. An easy way to connect with her further. So make sure you grab that QR code there. Julie, as we wind down here tonight, uh, what would be the best advice? Mm -hmm. The best number one nugget you could give them to say, here's how you can successfully work your way toward that top three to 10%. Number one advice that I would give someone, and this is something that I continue to remind myself. So I'm not giving you something that I'm not working on myself and continue to work on. Um, don't live in the gap, live in the gain. A lot of people start their journey to whatever. And, and in this case, to becoming top podcaster or being in the top 5%. Um, when I started, my show was in the 10%. And I used to think, oh my God, I can't believe that. Um, as of today, I'm in the top 2.5%. But what I focus in is that gain, that 1% incremental growth that we can create daily. Um, when you live in the gap, then we become discouraged. When we live in the gap, we measure against somebody else's genius zone and forget that we have our own. So live in the gain, in the gain and promise yourself, hey, my show notes last week weren't great or that interview could have gone better. Concentrate on making it 1% better and continue to go confidently in the direction of those dreams, just 1% at a time. Julie, it's been great to have you here. And again, you see the people loving it, appreciating it. They're scanning the QR. They're getting into it. This is great. 
Uh, and again, what is the ultimate best way to connect with you? Well, I am Julie DeLuca Collins on all of the platforms, except Twitter, because I think that's a little bit dumpster fire. Um, but on all the platforms and goconfidentlycoaching.com is my website. But also there's a lot of different ways in which anytime that you want to reach out, goconfidentlycoaching.com forward slash quick links or through the QR code, you're going to find me. So I am easy to find in all of the social media interwebs. <laughs> Julie DeLuca Collins, great to have you here with us. And again, tomorrow, this video version, our live TV streaming show, will be re-aired and put back up on Apple Podcasts and other audio versions of this as well. It'll go live at 11 a.m. in the morning. So if you caught us late, came in halfway, want to listen to it again, you can always go to our YouTube channel. You can always go to rockstagemedia.com, or you can catch it streaming on many of those uh, different podcast platforms now. Julie, Julie, thank you for being with us here tonight. By the way, Rock to Stage Media, we have a special stuff coming up. I won't let you know about this. There is a big announcement coming just around the corner. You're absolutely going to love it. Uh, but also, we do have National Stutter Awareness Week. going to be coming up in the month of May, May 8th through the 13th. As many of you know, I've shared my story. I have struggled with a lifelong stutter to become a broadcaster and speak on stage and live this amazing career that I get to live. I am going to be featuring people in my 2 p.m. lives during a week-long series of interviews and conversations of I st Stutter. We're not making light of it. We're actually going to bring inspiration, hope, education to help people understand what stuttering is, what it's not, and really, everyone just relax and let people who stutter just be people. We're going to have a great time. If you know of someone who stutters, if you know of someone who's overcome or still challenged by that, I would love to talk with them, feature them, have an interview. Reach out to me, rich at richbontrager.net. Again, that's rich at richbontrager.net. Would love to have you join us. It's going to be a marvelous, marvelous week. Again, thanks, everybody, for being here tonight. We'll be back next week, 7 o'clock Eastern time. We go live with How to Rock the Stage. Amazing guests, insights, and we always give you something to help you shine on camera and shine on stage because as we said tonight, you are the brand and you are the brand authority. We'll see you next week, 7 o'clock Eastern time, right here for How to Rock the Stage Show.